you know, it is just fascinating and very gratifying living in sort of a post-COVID world. I know it's still around. But there are a lot of adjustments that have been made. You know, we heard nobody's ever going to go back to the office. Well, people are going back to the office. But there are also a lot of hybrids. And also that things are going to be laid out differently. I really jumped at the chance when I saw the North Dallas Bank uh, back in May started this big redo of their headquarters, you know, up at Preston and LBJ. It's uh, been there. In fact, it used to be the tallest building, I think, in North Dallas uh, until the rest of the world kind of caught up. But I'd be interested in seeing what what they're going to incorporate in the new layout for the uh, for the tellers and everybody else. Larry Miller is the chairman and CEO of North Dallas Bank and Trusts, and has been for a few months. Good to have you with us. Well, thank you. It's great to be on the show with you this afternoon, David. Appreciate your time. So you've been—I mean, you've been there forever. Uh, I, did you really start the mailroom in 1982? I really did. Uh, I, I came to the bank not really trying to bust into the financial services industry as much as I was trying to get out of the retail grocery industry. <laughs> uh, I was newly married, and I was working for Minyard's Food Stores, which was a local grocer back in the day. Yep. And uh, a new husband that was working every weekend, that, that wasn't a great formula for a long, successful marriage. So I'm happy to report that I was able to come over, take the mail job at North Dallas Bank, and uh, I'll celebrate my 40th anniversary here in uh, March of next year, and my 40th wedding anniversary will be August of this year. So it was a, it was a great move on on my part. Well, and, and, and so you so you get the reins and you get to go in and, and redo the place. I was really struck by one line I saw in a release about about construction. It said teller lines will be replaced by service desks for routine transactions. No more tellers lined up behind glass walls? Well, there will be teller lines, but not uh, glass walls and not conventional. Um, and, and if you're familiar with our lobby now, it's a very expansive footprint inside, and it was very reflective of the 70s and 80s when it was created and then later remodeled. One of the things we wanted to achieve is to get a little closer to our customer in the contact and in the teller uh, function. And so we've been able to redesign the lobby, make a better utility of the space, get a closer engagement with our uh, customers that are seeking just a teller engagement. But we also, through our relationship banker platform, will be able to engage them one-on-one in more of an office-type scenario. You know, one of the things we heard during the pandemic was that everybody was, even the Luddites, were being forced to go online and pay their bills and transfer money, and and, and we were going to be, you know, checklists and cashless, and everybody was going to be online, and consequently it would be no use to, to have, you know, tellers anymore in banks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, well, have we you adjusted? We don't see that. Well, the trends in our industry across the board, because of the advent and increase in technological platforms in banking, the lobby transactions, the lobby traffic is down. But we find that our customers still value that interaction and that connectedness, connectedness that comes with the personal interaction. And we actually still run better than 40% of our total transaction counts still go across the, the counter. And so it's a very big part of what we do and how we engage our customers and serve them. And it's an expectation that they have of our company. So we're excited about the recreation of our lobby that we believe will deliver a more fluid feel for them, a better environment for them, 
create a little more efficiency and engagement uh, as we move forward with this redevelopment. But ha- I mean, I would think that a lot of the transactions have gone online. For example, uh, do small businesses, you know, put all their proceeds for that day into a into a what do you call it a, a bag, a canvas bag, and drop it at at the night deposit anymore? Well, there is some night drop activity. Most of it, it, what's leaving the lobby is is coming back through electronic, through ACH and other platforms uh, for electronic engagement. But again, what we see is that our customers enjoy coming into the bank and being known by name and, and engaging a banker across the Teller Island. And so we will still offer that service. And like I said, you're seeing uh, a, a broader talent base in the personnel. And so our relationship bankers are fully equipped. They can help you from making deposits to opening accounts to ordering wire transfers. It's a pretty full venue that you can get across the desk or across the teller window. Well, and if you're going to make a loan, and which ultimately, you know, that's what you want too, I guess that at least probably mm-hmm. needs to start out face-to-face. But I would guess you could end it electronically. Um, in the process. And, well, I mean, oh, we can. Only Absolutely you can sign, can. you know, you'd use DocuSign or something like that. You don't have to come in and, and sign anymore. Well, and that's another thing that the, that the pandemic brought uh, forward for us is the the use, the necessary use of electronic signatures. Um, the PPP really was authored through the SBA, as you're probably aware. And so all of that document execution was done electronically and funneled through their portal and back again. And it really moved things forward for our industry, not just for North Dallas Bank, but the use of electronic signatures is really standardized now. And it's it's one of the great benefits that came out of uh, the pandemic. And, and talking about the remodel, a lot of people have talked to us about that. I bet you really wish you would have done this last year when, when no one was in the lobby. And it's like, actually, we're, we were in our planning stages last year, and the pandemic actually helped improve the planning stages and also helped equip us for the transition time now while we've got our staff working remotely while we do the remodel. So what, the, what changes plan- the- since you were in planning, that's a great timing. What did you make changes from what you had originally envisioned? Well, you know, February 23rd was a big date last year when we were all ordered to shelter in place. And so that we began our planning in January, our planning in earnest began in January. We put it on pause a little bit in February in favor of understanding what shelter in place meant for us, for our customers. Then the PPP evolved, and we got back into the planning process and basically incorporated a lot of the conversations and techniques and technologies, if you will, that came out of that environment into our planning process. So working with Gensler and with Pacific Builders in creating our plan for the lobby, a lot of that was was handled electronically and in Zoom meetings, and it allowed us to pass data back and forth. Right. Uh, I, but I will confess we really love our in-person meetings. We prefer those because there's just an energy in the room when you can get together uh, and, and talk about things in a little more tangible or tactical fashion. So what what about the other locations? So this we're talking about uh, Preston and LBJ, but you're in Addison, Frisco, mm-hmm. and Las Colinas and Plano right now. Is that the footprint right. you want? Do you do you need you know a, a greater physical presence? Well, that's part of our longer term strategic plan is to expand our footprint and. Uh, we built our last 
what we call a remote banking center, the one outside the Dallas location in 2004 was the last time we added a banking center. And, and we're excited about what we've learned in the planning of the renovation and remodel of this banking center because it allows us to put together a toolkit, if you will, for what the next banking center will look like. So all of our banks will begin to take on the same look and feel of the flagship uh, location here in Dallas. So you, you like staying independent? Uh, I mean, there, there are not many independents anymore. There have been so many roll-ups and so many, you know, super regionals that have been created, I mean, big regional banks. Uh, I would think it would be, been hard to stay independent all this time. We do. We we really enjoy uh, the reputation and the, and the feel and the control that that allows us. And we've had consistent ownership through the years that really embraces the aspect of independence in terms of what we do and how we do it. And uh, it, it is a preference. It, and of course, being here almost 40 years, it, it, it's how I've grown up. And I see so much strength in that independence in that it allows us to move very quickly, pivot very quickly as we need to. And I think the, the pandemic was a perfect example of that. We have 160 employees in our company. And within about a week, we deployed over 110 laptops to get all of our employees remote, working remotely. And being able to move that quickly and use new technology and have the communication that we did and be able to respond the way we did uh, was was an amazing thing to see. And honestly, I came out of the pandemic believing we could do anything because our people responded and it was just an amazing process. Yeah, lesson for all of us. Well, a lot of people thought uh, your predecessors were nuts building that big, giant 12-story building way out north where nobody was back, right. what was it, 40 years ago? So uh, I think you pretty uh, It was longer than 40 years ago. Yeah, we, we've got furniture in here that's 45 years old. <laughs> and, and some of it's classics and, and uh, will survive the renovation, but some of it won't. But yeah, I mean, there was nothing but a wolf nursery out here uh, when, when the first banking center was built. And then we later expanded. And by the mid-70s, the tower was created. And the folks, our predecessors and our ownership demonstrated, I think, great vision in terms of what they did and how they did it. And, and they set the sail for us to be able to continue to, to move forward and, and be successful as a company. We're really focused on the sustainability of that kind of vision yeah. uh, to, to build our company going forward. So. Yeah, it uh, it was an interesting, interesting history. There was a picture where if you looked north from down where Cooper is now, you could see something called LBJ Freeway and Sears in the distance, and that was it. <laughs> that was all. Larry Miller is yeah. the chairman of the CEO of North Dallas Bank and Trust. Uh, we look forward to seeing the new digs when you're ready. Thanks a lot for the time. Well, we're delighted, and we're, you're welcome to come over anytime, and we'd be happy to give you a personalized tour. I look for, I'd love to see the money. For more of our conversation well, with Mr. Miller, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.